Apple is taking all of the capacity. You get a free dual screen TV and AMD is not going to give you anything more. Be grateful for what you have. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast this Tuesday, May 16th, 2023. We're going to start off today talking about how Apple is allegedly taking an unprecedented amount of capacity from TSMC, the company that tends to produce all of the chips that you love and use, like AMD or NVIDIA, or right then there in your Apple iPhone or laptop. According to reports, Apple needs a heckin' ton of TSMC three nanometer capacity, which will be the latest node that they are on. Currently, everything's kind of on four or five nanometers and Apple will be the first customer on three nanometers, but they likely will be one of the very few customers on three nanometers coming in with 90% of the total capacity. Part of this is because they need a lot of that for their phones. They tend to debut the latest nodes on their mobile processors first and then shift over to things. So we're looking at something like the iPhone 15, 15 Pro are gonna get these three nanometer chips and then you're we're going to see it roll out into the M3 three nanometer chips that should be coming out to either the iPad or to the MacBooks or the iMacs or whatever Macs they put it in later on later this year. Although there is some speculation that potentially this might get delayed until 2024. But don't worry, Apple is there to gobble it all up. They're going to take all of the capacity. They are going to drink your milkshake. Some of the report of the next gen three nanometer production is going to reduce power consumption by about 35%, making chips more powerful and less thirsty for all of the juice. But in case you're gonna be looking to upgrade to, you know, the next generation Mac or potentially even the next generation GPU, you should check out today's video sponsor, Jawa, which is the marketplace by gamers for gamers, which will allow you to get rid of any excess hardware that you potentially have lying around, including old MacBooks, in case you wanna sell those. Having a dedicated site where you can sell your parts to gamers or making sure that you're buying parts from gamers and making sure that there are reputable sellers that you're engaging with is something that I think the industry desperately needed before Jawa was on the scene. And now they are here to make sure that you are protected because they have their verified sellers list, which will make sure that you're paired up with somebody who is selling, who's reputable, who has a track record of proving that they follow through on deals. They also have a commissions build program where you can be paired up with one of those verified sellers based on the needs of whatever gaming PC that you're trying to build for your refresh rate, your resolution, or whatever games you're trying to play. Or you can sell your parts there. Or if you want to sell your GPU directly to Jawa, you can do that as well. And in case you're just looking for a place to chat about how much your stuff is worth, what's coming out next, Jawa has a great community with over 8,000 Discord members on their Discord server. So you can check them out at the link in the video description. Start selling your stuff. Start buying from other people. Again, the marketplace for gamers, by gamers. Check out Jawa at the link in the video description. Big thanks to them for sponsoring today's video. Which, once you sell all your stuff at Jawa, you might want to be saving up for the next generation M3 Pro coming out from Apple in case you're especially into any sort of productivity because it's being reported that they are going to give us more cores, something that AMD is not going to do. We'll talk about that in a second, but the M3 Pro, at least according to industry experts, is going to have slightly more cores than the M2 Pro. It doesn't look like this is going to be a massive leap in performance, but it does look like it's going to be yet another incremental upgrade from Apple. So instead of getting a 10 core CPU with a 16 core GPU, it looks like we can get up to a 12 core CPU 
with up to an 18 core GPU, just increasing both of the cores on the CPU and GPU by two and potentially even getting better power efficiency or even more max performance out of it because again of that three nanometer upgrade that should be coming to the Apple side of things. Now it's hard to say when these chips are actually gonna be debuting. The reports are that they were supposed to launch this year, but TSMC might not be able to make up the capacity that Apple actually needs in order to launch these. So we could potentially be seeing them launch sometime in 2024, but we'll be sure to keep you updated here on Hot News for all of that. But while Apple's going for power efficiency, it looks like at least in the server market, AMD, Nvidia, Intel, they're throwing that to the wind. They're saying, well, how much juice can we suck? How much electricity can we flow through our veins? Because Gigabyte produced a roadmap talking about how much they expect the CPUs and GPUs and servers to consume, and it's a lot. They're expecting that by 2024, Nvidia should be drawing about 700 watts per GPU. And by the end of 2024 and the beginning of 2025, Intel should be consuming about 500 watts on their CPU, and AMD should be consuming about 600 watts. So it does look like in order for the performance to increase, we have to increase the amount of power that's just being consumed by it. Now, one of the interesting things about this chart is the fact that they lump NVIDIA's Grace Superchip and Grace Hopper GPU put together to consume between 600 and 1,000 watts down here. But the first data center APU that was announced was AMD's MI300, and that's nowhere to be found, which is really intriguing. Why is it not on the roadmap? How much power is that gonna suck? We don't know, but I know that what doesn't suck is Reese with UFD Deals. Yo, welcome back to UFD Deals, bringing the hottest tech deals on the internet. We're having a lovely rainy day in Pretoria today. Perfect weather for sitting in bed with your handheld of choice. But if you're running out of space for games, then I got a little something something for you with this one terabyte Brent Rocket. 2230 NVMe SSD. Little guy, cute guy. But at only 109.99, it's $160 off or 59% off. But then if you like small things, then the NZXT H1 Small Form Factor Mini ITX Tower Case with power supply is going for only 199.99, which is $200 off, 50% off, whichever sounds better to you. And that's it. Those are the deals for today. You can find these and more linked in the video description down below. But until next time, I'm gonna hand you off back to bread for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. Thanks, Reese, but I got an even better deal than what you said, okay? I've got a free TV for you. In fact, I've got a TV that has two screens. This is being brought to you by Telly, which is a company that wants to give you free televisions for the fact that you're just going to watch ads all of the time. If you go to their website, they have a reservation list of about 500,000 people who can get this TV for free, but you can see it has a top screen right here, a soundbar beneath, and then a following screen underneath that. The reason they're giving this away for free is because they want you to watch ads all of the time, and it's going to be a data-driven amount of money that the company is going to receive and you get in turn the ability to watch TV for free, allegedly. Telly is led by the co-founder of Pluto TV, which is part of Paramount's free to watch service, but Telly's also gonna have a webcam and microphone for you to make phone calls and do a whole lot of stuff with it. They're definitely not gonna use the track you all the time, right? It's gonna be up to you to figure out whether or not that's worth it. They're expecting that once the 500,000 reservations are done, this thing's gonna cost about $1,000, which it's a neat television, but it's very strange why they would need a television with all this much features. Is this interesting to you? Do you want the free TV you're gonna sign up? Let me know down below in the comments. And the EU is letting Microsoft know that they can acquire Activision Blizzard no problem. Well, except for a few little problems like cloud gaming. They wanna make sure that Microsoft is going to be protecting that, but when it comes to 
Call of Duty being on PlayStation. They said that it would not significantly harm competition in the home gaming console market if Activision got pulled out of PlayStation, which Microsoft is committed will still be on the PlayStation for at least a few years to come. However, the difficulty does come with cloud gaming streaming. They want to make sure that people have the options and the choices that are available to them. And even though the EU did go ahead and approve this with the stipulation that Microsoft has to provide more cloud gaming resources, the UK came out and said, hey, see, we told you the cloud gaming nascent industry. This is Microsoft's going to kill it. We rejected it for real reasons. You, The EU, we're not part of them anymore. They bad ideas by them. But this will require Microsoft to license popular Activision Blizzard games automatically to compete in cloud gaming services, which is likely a concession that Microsoft has said that they're happy to do. Probably still have to pay for them, but they're going to be available. And when people are paying for Pixel devices from Google, it turns out that they're getting free overheating with it because users are reporting that the Google app on the Pixel 6 and 7 Pro and non-Pro versions are causing the phone to just drain a ton of battery, overheat, and unless you reinstall a previous version of the app, you you actually can't charge your phone fast enough for the amount of power drain that the Google app specifically is using in the background. So there's no fix at the moment, but it does appear like Google is causing Google's phones to have some sort of issues. Hopefully it gets fixed sometime soon. Let me know if this has been affecting you if you have a Google phone down below in the comments. And what's gonna affect all of us is that AMD is continuing to pull an Intel. Not really, but it does kind of just feel a little bit like where we were back when Intel had the lead when when it came to Skylake, we were on four cores as the flagship processor for so many years, and it looks like that's what AMD is going to be doing with Ryzen 8000. For the fourth generation in a row, the highest end CPU available, at least according to the latest rumors on Granite Ridge, is only going to be 16 cores. So the Zen 5 processors are going to be between 6 and 16 cores, so no low end four core version, and from 65 watt TDP all the way up to 170 watts, which is very similar to what we have in the current moment, and up to 65 four maybe bytes of L3 cache and 16 maybe bytes of L2 cache and it's going to be produced on TSMC's three nanometer process coming out in the second half of 2024. So likely we will not be getting another launch of CPUs by AMD this year or even early next year. There might be some launch of some sort of APU. That would be nice, but it does look like at least for yet another year, we are getting the same amount of cores that we have always gotten. And while we appreciate the movement that AMD used to take us from quad cores, on Intel at the flagship, it does feel like we're kind of reaching the limits of yeah, I mean, a lot of people might argue that you don't need more than 16 cores for gaming, which is probably true, but people said that about quad cores back when they were the flagship thing that was out. It eventually gets old in the tooth. Do you think 16 cores is going to be old for you? Let me know down below in the comments, and I'll let you know that I'll be back here tomorrow with more of the hottest tech news for you, my friends.